the kingdoms are a constantly shifting group of city-states, kingdoms and fiefdoms, rising and falling through the machinations of would-be conquerors, wars, assassinations, games of politics, and dangerous monsters. South of Brevois sits the Stolen Lands. Stolen from what and when are a matter of some debate. Currently overrun by bandits and monsters. Brevois seeks to aid in the establishment of new kingdoms, buffer states, run by anyone strong enough and clever enough to carve a kingdom out of the savage wilderness. Caelan Thorne, the mercenary who would be king, believes he is that man. Herein lies his tale of wilderness exploration, monsters, politics, romantic entanglements, ancient gods, and war. Heavy indeed is the head that wears the crown. Sugarfueled Gamers, in association with RPGMP3.com, present Kingmaker, a Paizo Adventure Path. A word to our listeners. This game is often interrupted. Whenever this happens, you'll hear our editor's tone. To let you know when a segment of recording has been removed until we resume gaming. Episode 16. So, when last we left you, mm-hmm. you had gone down into Hagrotha's kingdom, uh, slain Skulner, his, his dragon slash forest drake, mm-hmm. as it would later transpire. <laughs> yep, slain a forest drake, not a dragon. But still a good try, Gareth. Mm-hmm. They're still very fierce creatures. Yeah. Um, rescued Jamandi Roll. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, the... The Mawagi slash Olsen chick. Yep. Not a lot of those in the world. <laughs> and a bunch of um, slaves and travels and things being kept in Rolfe's farms. Mm-hmm. Harrowingly marched them north. Mm-hmm. Arrived back in Elk's West only to discover that Hagrolka, a touch upset about this, is marching his army north upon you. Yes, one of his troll armies. Yep. So, yes. In response, Caitlin activates his army. Mm-hmm. And waits to see where Hagrolka is heading. Mm-hmm. Pass me your kingdom map. The little one of the kingdom or the big one of everywhere? Uh, the one that showed me where your kingdom hexes are. Where you have a farm and a fishery? Ah, uh, yes. Yep, yep, okay. So, your scouts go out. Um, tracking Hagrolka's army is pretty easy. Yeah. You know, it's... 25 odd trolls rampaging up across the land. Mm-hmm. Um, you will get word back pretty successfully that Hagrolka is not with them. Uh, presumably being led by another commander. Yep. Um, and that, well, you'd assume Elk's Rest is the obvious destination. Um, they begin to turn a little east before there, which will put them heading towards the bottom of your kingdom. Right, yep. So it looks like they're endeavouring to try and raid my outlying areas for Mm. slaves. And you are presumably going to um, 
you, you well, you can deploy your army out to them. Yep. Which will deprive you of the benefit of your various defensive values of your city. Yes. Um, or you simply wait and see what they do. Yes, but um, presumably they will destroy my farm and things. No, um, no, we don't have a choice. We have to go out to meet them. Okay. But we do have a choice. We don't have a good choice. And so, Kaelin and Co. and Keston's bowmen and your army are going to load up and march out to meet the trolls? Yep. Okay. Then thus begins the Battle of Fangbury Farm. Indeed. They have ranged weapons, they have master work armor, and they have the tactic of sniper support. Okay, so if you remember the conception here is that your hex has the farm improvement on it, which is actually, you know, several dozen farms kind of thing. So this battle will be taking place at one of them. Yeah. In this particular case, Fangbury Farm. Yeah. Um, Your army is good to go. Um, it is about the troll army is neither exceptionally fast nor exceptionally slow. Yep. Um, which means they are going to arrive there a bit ahead of you because they have actually had a couple more days than you have because your army is not active. Yeah, I had to cannot, activate You cannot cut them off. Yep. Um, so when you arrive again, um, scouting basic information like this is just part of stuff you get from looking at the army. Yeah. Um, the trolls have moved in already across this hex, um, have taken out this particular farm, um, and are busily basically eating their way through the livestock and everything that's here. Yeah. Um, the buildings buildings have been burned. Um, the fields have not been raised or anything, however, um, and the livestock is presently being devoured. Yep. Um, and presumably your plan is just basically to roar your army in and, and stop them before they get any further in? Yep, that's the plan. Okay. So. Then the first thing we do is, because we are dealing with such tiddly-sized armies, is add ten hit points onto them. Yep. For the purposes of not one-shotting each other. Yep. Ten so seconds into the fight. My army's hit points becomes an effective 15. Yep. Uh, okay, and then we have mass combat begins. Yes. So the troll army, you see, is pretty largely disorganized. Rather than what you'd expect with the more human army of the phalanx of armed soldiers in a nice defensive wall, they're just sort of wandering all over the place eating things. And as your army attacks, they get vaguely directed. Yep. But um, organ- possibly strong, but organised is not really the word that would spring to mind. Yep. Uh, so, mass combat takes place over the course of three battle phases. Uh, the tactics phase, the range phase, and the melee phase. Yes. Uh, during tactics, each army selects which of its tactics it will be using during the battle. Yep. Um, and that is... Right, so that is the special abilities that you know. Yep. I.e. sniper support. Yep. Which you can elect to use, because why wouldn't you? Yeah, as I only have one tactic. It's really simple. Alright, so I get get an effective plus two um, defense bonus. 14 AC. How was that, sorry? 
Um, because I'm using sniper support, it gives me two plus two defense around. It gives me plus two defense around. It does. That's what it. That's what I've got written down on it. Right. Um, it says plus two d around. Oh no, plus two damage. I see. Sorry. Plus two damage around. Okay. Yeah, so sniper support. You must have range capability to use this tactic. Every round you successfully damage an enemy with offense, you would deal an additional two points of damage from archers held in reserves. Sweet. Okay. So yeah, that would end so badly if we didn't add extra hit points to the low level armies. Yeah. You shoot them, they die. Yeah. And we begin with the trolls have the entrenched position. Yeah. However, they haven't actually bothered to build any sort of real heavy fortifications in that. Yeah. Um, however, they have a small advantage to begin with because they got here first. Yeah. Which is going to go rapidly away um, as as the battle begins. Uh, so the ranged phase is the first thing that comes up, lasting one round, wherein you can fire your sort of ranged weapons at each other. Yep. The troll army has nothing of any particular note. Yep. So you get this first, which will basically be you, you surround them on the hills and rain arrows down upon them before the troll army finally rah, charges up and engages you in melee. Yep. So you have ranged capacity. Make an offense check. The trolls do nothing. Do so I add my OM, don't I? That's my yes. attack. Offensive modifier. It's modifier. Uh, I rolled a 20. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can correct things. Okay. If you roll a 20, uh, you deal an extra d4 damage, or a minimum of 1d4, even if you wouldn't hit their AC otherwise. Okay. Alright, so I um, roll damage. So what is damage? Uh, so damage is... Um, the offense check versus the defense value. Ah, oh, right, yep. Um, so basically add up what your offense check is. Right, yes, so 21. Okay. And then roll an extra d4 on top of that for your crit, yep. essentially. Okay, so I get an extra 3, and in addition to that, because of my sniper support, I get a plus 2. Yep. So I get 5 plus 20 versus their defense. Yep. So cool. And you do not have anything that's... Um, I don't have any special troll bane or anything like that. Uh, so, 5 plus 20. Alright, and... So... The troll army is taken pretty aback by this. They're sort yep. of sitting around going, oh, no, 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 eating cows. Yeah. When dozens of arrows come raining down, um, we shall presume that you have, you know, lit them alight to some extent or yep. other, but you don't really have the, it's not the same capacity yep. as um, having proper alchemist fire or whatever yep. with you. And you rain this down upon the troll's army, and a great many of them are pincushioned down and a large chunk of the army simply falls straight off the bat. Sweet! Um, and then the, your people begin to cheer, and then you'll actually see some of the ones that you've paid or killed start getting back up again. Yeah. As the arrows fall out and the wounds seem to knit slightly, and that sort of thing. Yep. Um, but they are damaged. Hey. And then they clash with you. Yes. Um, and then we go to the melee phase. Right, yes. So each round during the melee phase, uh, you pick a tactical. You select start. a strategy from the strategy track. Yep. Um, 
you begin with a morale check to see who's uh, going first, essentially. Yep. So we have a plus two bonus to morale, I believe. Uh, yeah, oh no, one. One. Uh, Nineteen. Yep, I would say that's safely you. Yep. Uh, so they will declare their grand strategy first. Uh, and start at standard. Uh, so they can be one up or down that. So they will go for aggressive. Alright, we'll go for cautious. That's the one tier. Yep. So effectively you, you both remain at plus plus zeros essentially because they're getting a minus two to defense a plus two to attack and you're getting a plus two to defense a minus two to attack. So, so count so just cancel it out. Seems simplest. Okay, sweet. Alright, and then we both roll attack rolls. Yep. So the trolls run up and start ripping into your troops and you try and cut them down as they do so. Yes. Fourteen. Okay. So there are not a great many of these trolls. You outnumber them at least two to one with your army. Um, however, each individual troll is, of course, a lot stronger and a lot tougher than your average humanoid soldier. Yeah. So as they run in, they get hacked at and start tearing people apart, um, and take damage off your attack, and then roll offensive value of uh, sixteen versus your AC. Ouch. Um, so my AC is twelve. Yep. So they deal you four points of damage. Yeah. And at this point, they have been drawn well out from the actual um, areas that set up in and the battlefield advantage and that sort of thing. That goes away in the next round. Sweet. Um, and then you will see that some of the trolls that you think have been killed start getting back up as their yep. wounds regenerate, and essentially the army regains some hit points. Yep. And. That is that. Uh, presuming you have not been reduced to a quarter of your hit points. No. Or, um, less than your CR, which would be one, so that's not really going to happen. Uh, and they have not either, so no morale checks are called for to see if anyone routes. Yep. Um, you may flee if you are so inclined. No, I'm good. Um... So, um, for the next round, yep. I'd rather give our, ourselves our respective pluses and minuses, because that way we can actually boost our AC, even if it does mean we'll less chance of actually successfully attacking. By all means. Yep. Sorry, are you feeling cheated? N- not really, it's just that without the capacity to boost our AC, we haven't got a lot going on in terms of being able to avoid getting killed by trolls. <laughs> Let's just experiment with it and see if it makes a difference. Okay. You, you realise you, you can put your AC up and then the roll becomes 18 instead of 16. Bec- right, because they because um, they got a plus if, two if that, if that makes a difference to you. No, no. You still take the same damage in the intervening. No, no. I see what you're saying. No, that's alright. Okay, that's fine. And that is that. Yep. So then, presuming that no one is running away... No. Um, they go back round to... Um, so could I have an assessment on how the trolls are looking? Do they... I mean, they've obviously regenerated to some extent. Uh, pretty decimated. You've got about 8 out of the 25 original trolls still fighting. Sweet. 
And, but but the thing is, more of them will get up uh, unless you, you have can. the capacity. Yeah. Because theoretically, if you spend endless rounds just bouncing off each other, that's only to the trolls' advantage. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because they have regeneration and you don't. Yeah. And then it is um, back to the strategy phase. Yes. Okay. So adjust your strategy up, down, or anywhere you wanted. Um. So do we make a morale check to see who reveals first? Yep. Uh, okay, we got a 12. Uh, versus 13, so that is you first. Okay, um, we are, I think, based on that, we are going to push the advantage. We are going to go to standard. Yep. And come forward and try and aggressively take the trolls down before they can all get back up again. Yep. And leader is going to make... Yep. That won't end well for him. Um, so, given that his aggressive charge was greeted with this troll army getting decimated, um, he is going to try and jump all the way to to massively defensive. Yep. Um, which he needs to make a DC twenty morale check to actually pull off. Yeah. Because you you will see their commander is this big um, sort of horrible looking troll, kind of covered in a lot of cysts and old wounds and things. And he begins shouting and bellowing at them and things and ordering them all back, despite the fact that moments ago he was ordering them all to run forward. Yeah. And if he does well enough in his morale, they pivot about and obey his orders. And if not, his strategy remains exactly where it is. Yep. He loses the option to change it. And he will lose the option to change it. Okay. But he rolls really well. Yes. A 20 on the dice will not make a DC 20 morale check. (laughs) Good to know. (laughs) All right. So but he rolled a one on his intelligence check yeah. to try and work out that he, could, he literally could not achieve this given his morale bonus. Okay, so that means um, because I'm standard and they're aggressive, I have a plus two to attack versus them, or...? Uh, so you have no modifiers in yeah. mind. They have minus two defense, plus two attack. Sweet. So I, I just roll my numbers and yep. they have an annual take factor in there. Okay, yep. so attack. attack. Oh dear. Going to end very poorly for us. What have you got? A two. Yep. Um, Imagine that will miss. Yeah, I mean, I get to add one to it, so now it's a three. Well, in that case, the trolls are doomed. Yeah, this is not going to be a good round for us. Uh, the defense goes down, but that's not going to help them. That's not going to help you, run. No, no, we need to just stay in cautious to have any. Uh, and that would be a 20 versus your um, off- defense value. Shit, really? Yep. Um, okay, that's eight points of damage. Yep. Um, the army has eleven hit points left. Yep. So that is most of them. Okay. Um, so eleven minus eight is three. Three. So the army is still technically intact, but has okay. lost more than a quarter of its. What is your total number of hit points for your army? Um, fifteen. Okay. So at this point, you have lost sufficient because you've dropped below a quarter. Yeah. Um, that your army is potentially routing if they can't hold it together. Yep. Um, so the trolls regenerate. Yep. Um, and you need to make a DC 15 morale check, or your army breaks and flees. I make the DC 15 morale check. If I roll that, I would kill the trolls. Alright. Um, my army doesn't rout, but yep. it's a near thing. Okay. And, presuming you. Well, I have to flee around. We go again. Well, I have to think about that because there's my army actually can't survive another hit. So, um, I mean, it's possible 
if the trolls miss us, we might survive another round. Yeah. I think we'll hang for one more round on cautious, but then if we haven't managed to break the trolls, we're going to have to retreat. Yeah, so uh, fleeing, just to give you how yeah. it works, is, is essentially um, you flee, they get one more free shot at you as you go, Yeah. Um, and then the battle is over. Your yeah. army has moved sufficiently far enough away from them that effectively it's all broken up and they now have to pursue you if they want to finish you and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Alright, we'll t- take one more round. Yep. So, strategy, morale check. Yep. Uh, 11, 12. One. Oh, okay, so um, they elect to... Uh, he's going to try and do the same thing again, jump to a full defensive stance. Okay. And fail. Okay. Because he cannot achieve this, but he hasn't realised it yet. Yep, and... Um, we are going to drop back down to cautious. Yep. Which is only a one shift, so we can pull it off. You can. You you can also drop to defensive if you want to. You just have to make a morale check to, to achieve it. Yeah, but if we don't, we're stuck with standards. Correct. So we're going to go with defense. Okay. cautious. Alright, and we'll just hope that they can't do us more than three points of damage. Mm-hmm. Or that you can deal with enough damage to wipe them out in the process. Yeah. Can you spend um, hero points on army rolls? You can. They are kingdom rolls. Alright. Um, trolls are um, messing you fairly copiously, I would say. Alright. Um, Alright, we'll, we'll hang then. Okay, so they're on like six or seven, which is yep. going to be well, well under your AC. Isn't and it? we miss them as well. And they regenerate some more. Yeah, that's the problem. Alright, so how are they looking now? Are they looking pretty close to full? Uh, not really, but a bit healthier. Right. So we could still hang here and hope for a decent shot off at them. But the thing is that our army... You'll have to get an exceptionally stronger shot off in the more rounds they spend regenerating. Yeah, but the thing is, even if we get another shot off of them, if they get another shot off on us, we're dead. Like, there is no... There is no other scenario here. If they get one hit in on us, we're dead. Check my sausage rolls. Probably a ponder. No doubt. I'm going to stay hung in for one more round. If we haven't managed to flip damage them again, we're going to have to pull. Yeah, among other things, you have to think that um, fleeing is not generally that wise a plan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, among other things, um, you, you actually have to make the morale checks to avoid panicking and fleeing. Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll just... And it, another hit won't necessarily kill us unless it's by enough. No, it will force another morale check, invariably, yeah. if yeah. they deal you any more damage. Yeah. Okay, all good. Yep. Uh, so... Fails clue up. Yep. Um, we will stay at cautious, I yep. think. Uh, sorry, this is the morale. 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 Um, we fail our morale check, so we declare we're staying at cautious. Okay. Um, he's on three, so given that wins for him. Um, which must be a hell of a trick. Um, oh, well, I've got, I rolled a one, I've got two. Yeah. Fair enough. So, it's, it's still in your favour. Ah, okay, sorry. You have a tie and you have the higher bar. Alright, sorry, so what are the trolls doing? Uh, he's going to try the same thing again. Okay. Duck, duck, fail to duck to, um... Yep. 
defensive. Yep, we're going to stay at cautious. Yep. Which gives us a moderate defense bonus. So basically, over the course of this battle, you have ripped them apart in the opening volleys with your superior ranged offense. Yeah. But as the trolls close to melee, the fact that they won't go down and they keep getting back up as you fight them is starting to really wear on your army. Yeah. That would be a 12 versus your DV. Uh, that will hit, but not exceed my DV. Remember um, that your DV is two up from your... Oh, yeah, sorry. It, then it won't, it won't hit. Okay. Um, and I am going to use my Kingdom Hero point and re-roll this. Yep. Well, wait. So, could I have my Kingdom Hero point? Theoretically. Certainly. The unicorn. Okay. The pub, the um, forge is the kingdom card, so it's a strength card. So that's relevant. So I spend it. Yep. All right, and that is uh, thirteen, yep. and it's a minor. It's no, it's an eleven because of their cautious modifier. Um, but they do have a penalty because of an aggressive. Yep. So. You will actually hit them and tear moderately large chunks out of them, and several more trolls go down. Sweet. Um, then, of course, one of them gets back up again. Yes, yes. But that is heartening progress to keep me in it. Alright. What do you want to do? Stay in it. No, they haven't dropped under Ralph yep. level yet. Okay, and uh, what are we? We're rolling the relative morale check, aren't we? Yep. Uh, five. Okay, so that will be him declaring first, and he is still going to. Um, sorry, it's you declaring first for failing. Um, yeah, we're going to stay in cautious. Yep, and he will fail his check again. Yep. And if he wants to do the same thing again, which he cannot possibly achieve. Okay. And, oh, piss. Uh, seven, we will miss their AC. And ten versus yours. That will miss us. Yep. But that's not in our favour. Regenerate. Yep. Alright. And morale checks. Yep. He fails. Okay, um, we got a five. Yep, he fails. Okay, um, so he... He's slowly starting to think of better of this, but no, we'll try to try and push himself to defensive again and fail. Okay, we're going to push up to standard. Okay. Which is, um, could be lethal to us, but we've really got to get some hits in. Yep. Regenerating. Ah. I just can't get hits through. They're going to miss you by vast chunks. Yep, and we're going to miss them. Okay. But um, without being out, army continues to heal up. Yeah, and ours doesn't. Do you still want to stay in it? Uh, Are they? How close are they to? Are they looking quite a lot better now? Moderately. Yeah. Um, the, oh. the one big blow you landed on in the last several rounds has mostly been regenerated away. Yeah. Alright, no, we'll stay in it for another round. Okay. That's standard. No, sorry. Uh, 
Uh, thank you to uh, him declaring first, I yep. imagine. He's still doing his thing. Oh, yes. The highest he's rolled on his int check has been a five. Oh, okay. We will stay at standard. Yep. And aim for one good roll. Which we do not seem destined to receive. No. Um, that's a nine. Yep. Which will miss. Yep. Versus a 13 on his part. Which will hit. Okay. So that's, um, our DV at standard is 12, so it hits with a 1. Yep. So we you take, take one hit point of damage. And try not to rout. And you need to make a morale check versus rout. Yep, we make the morale check versus routing. Okay. This pen. Do you need a different pen there? Yep. You can just throw that one in the bin if you like. Yeah, I think I will. Looks like somebody's chewed the end right off it, so. Yeah. Just doesn't seem to work. Alright, no, and. At that point, um, we are going to endeavour to retreat in an orderly fashion. We just can't take the trolls. Okay, so let's see what happens here. Uh, Victory and defeat. Army is victorious. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, So you have not... Different. So you just endeavour to flee and they take free shot at you on the way out. Yep. Uh, and oh, it yeah. would be a Yeah, they they remain on the same default strategy. So that would be a seventeen. Yep, and they will kill us on the they will kill us as we flee. Okay, so as your army attempts a panicked a, a yeah, um, unpanicked an unpanicked Thank retreat. You. you fall back basically across the river using yep. it as a defensive platform. Um Probably sabotage will break the bridge down on the way yeah. through. Um, and a number of your army get out because it's phenomenally difficult to actually massacre every single person involved in it. Yeah. Um, but your army is defeated. Yep. Dun dun dun. Yep. And they are driven off by the trolls. Um, your army is. That is irrelevant. That is irrelevant. Uh, who commands your army? Kirsten Garris. Alright. Do you want to make a percentile check or shall I? You can make a percentile check. I'm, every dice I've rolled has pretty much screwed me so far, so. Okay. Uh, Kirsten Garris has been captured. Oh, trolls, yep. By the trolls. Yep. In the process of this retreat. Yep. And there we cut out of combat time. Yep. Fairly straightforward. Okay. And what is it that you that the trolls have no functional need to pursue your army because yep. they can't track down every last person and murder them, nor are they yep. terribly inclined to do so. Yeah. Um, so that is the report. Kalen is driven from the battlefield. Keston Garrus is captured. Yep. And the army is the army of Stagthorn is defeated. Yep. Done, done, done. Yep. Okay. And where do you want to go to from here? Do you want to have a break and leave it there? So, Keston's bowmen are um, destroyed. Put, put to flight, essentially destroyed. Yeah. Um, Keston Garris himself, when you get reports back from this melee, has been seen, captured, taken alive. Yeah. Um, 
traditionally in the, with the River Kingdoms and the Mercenaries Guild and this sort of thing, you can ransom them back again. Yeah. With, with trolls, who knows? Well, yeah. the thing is, Hagrolka is using money and bill points yeah. like, like anyone else in his position. Yeah. So he has as much need of it as you do. Um, your kingdom takes some losses to its stats as a result of having a defeated army. Yep. Yep. Uh, specifically, it's what size of army? Have you got it there? Uh, it's a poultry army. Poultry militia. So, that is a minus one to each of your stats. Okay. Oh, loyalty stability. What do I put it under? Uh, good question. Pass me a character sheet. I would suggest that's generally other. Yep. Is it permanent? Yes. Right. Good to know. Yes, generally, basically, you've lost a bunch of people, you've um, lost some morale for the kingdom, generally. Yep. And you've lost some of your defensive and offensive capacity. Yep. Which is where that one's going. Um... Uh, Hagrolka's army um, does nothing of any particularly immediate relevance. They will basically slowly begin healing themselves. Yeah. Um, and you are then faced with your question of, of what Stagthorn does next. Yep. Um, which is, you can simply wait and go back to um, taking kingdom turns. You don't have to rebuild your army. Yeah. Although with an active army squatting near your kingdom, it is generally quite useful to actually have something to defend yourself with. Yeah. Um, you can build another army. You can hire a mercenary army. Yep. Um, you, you can endeavour to diplomatically contact a Grolker and um, or offer up or negotiate whatever. Up to you. Alright, so we have currently 17 build points, and yep. we presumably lose one for activating the army. Uh, yeah, for, the, for their consumption. Yeah, for the um, short period they were active. So we have 16 build points, period. Um, yep. We can build another army for defensive purposes. Yep. Um, or we could try and build a higher mercenary army that actually had the capacities that we lack in the form of troll killing. Yeah, so the the general military assessment is it's it's exceedingly unlikely that um, a Grok's army is going to pursue you as in follow on your footsteps two days later kind of thing. Yeah. Whether or not they come to attack Elk's Rest is another story altogether. Yeah. Um, but they'll only do so when they're actually fully healed and up and ready and things. Yeah. However, it takes a full month to raise an army, does it not? Yes. But it also takes a full month for them to heal their hit points back up. Right. Even though they're trolls and regenerate? Yeah, the, the regeneration's pretty um, uh, battle-focused. Yeah. Because it's what happens when you implement creature abilities into army-level rules. Yeah. Um... So you you 
theoretically have the time to build another army. Yeah. Um, if you want a mercenary army, they just show up within the you know closest window possible style of thing. Yeah. I imagine Kalen at the least already has several contacts on the hook for this, having if not um, necessarily committed to doing it, at least looked at the possibility. Yeah. We can't afford an alchemist to um, make them troll main it's 18 built, unless we take out a loan, it's 18 build points to construct one. Yep. Um, and we do not have that kind of money. You now have access to a huger ass army. Yeah. Because of the size of your kingdom. Yeah. Yes, we don't have anywhere to put them. So, um. Uh, so, what would. Let's say we recruit a much bigger army yep. and then defeat Hagrolka. Yep. Um and then we face the place that we don't have any place to inactivate that army. Yep. Because the only building we have is a garrison is a barracks which isn't built big enough for them. Yep. Um what happens at that point? You disband them functionally. Right. Like either you keep them as an active army and pay consumption for them every week, yeah. or you'd give up and disband them. Is it possible to disband half of them and put the other half inactive? Not really. Right. It, it doesn't... Like, how do you draw the distinction between which part of the army you need and which part you no longer do? Yeah. Because you've also got all those support people of Fletchers and Blacksmiths yep. and all that kind of thing trucking around with them. Yeah. Alright, um... Okay, so let's say we recruit a much bigger army. Um... And the other one being... Although, I mean, the thing is, if we get defeated... If that lot get defeated... No, that's that's not that great a plan, because if we keep them in a- active forever... The other one being, instead of disbanding them, you can turn them back into a reserve army, rather than, in, rather than an inactive one. Yeah. At which point you're affected. You don't need to house them anywhere. You put them back in the populace. Yeah. Um, which has the advantage. I mean, you have to spend just as long recruiting them as you would creating a fresh army from scratch. Correct. The, but the advantage it provides you is that. Um, okay, so a reserve army is one whose soldiers have returned to civilian work within the populace. It costs you its consumption per year because you're still gathering them together for periodic yep. training, training. meetings and rah, rah, rah. Uh, they retain any tactics, they retain any resources you bought them. Cool. Um, restoring them takes a kingdom turn and costs half the build points you needed to build them originally. Yeah. So building them, reserving them, and then rebuilding them is more expensive, but less expensive than disbanding them and then building another identical army. And I could conceivably, if I had a building for them in the future, rebuild them and then inactivate them instead of reserving them. And less relevant to you, it then penalises your month's economy check as you pull a bunch of people out of their jobs to turn back into an army. And um, and the bigger army has the same consumption as the smaller army, correct? Uh, It has 16 hit points versus 5, 13 defence instead of 11, 3 offence instead of 1... Speed 2, consumption 1. Yeah, because it's the same. Yes. Yeah. Yep, sweet. Okay, yes, we want, to make a big, we want to make a bigger army. Okay. So, at that point, we are stepping out of army time and stepping yep. back into kingdom time. Yep. Um, so... 
We are actually going to a kingdom turn. Yes, it is a new kingdom. It is going to be a new kingdom turn. Yep. Also, because that makes you look at a bunch of different things. Um, we will diplomatically treat for um, Keston Garris. Yep. Find out if they're keeping him alive. What they charge to return him to us? Yeah, that that will happen over the course of the month, but it will um, theoretically be um, information that's useful to you. So I'll give it to you now. Yep. Um, so basically, you send envoys down to Hagrolka, you know, under a white flag style of thing. Yeah. As is traditionally accepted. Um, and he essentially sends back a message saying that this. Um, you, you know, despite your... There, there's a lot of sort of quite flowery language in there. Yeah. Um, you get back a message saying that despite your... Uh, him, d- despite your invasion of his kingdom and, you know, your abduction of his citizens style of thing... Yeah. You know, he, he is willing to forgive this. Blah, um, blah, blah, yeah. Yes, Keston Garris does look delicious. Yeah. However, um, should you desire him back again... Uh, you may have him back for equal to the army's consumption, which is one, one, I believe. So it will cost you a build point to ransom him back again style of thing. Yep. Um, otherwise, you are counting on them not to kill him uh, until you can get there and rescue him yourself, yep. essentially. So um, so it, cost, it costs you the consumption in build points, basically. You pay Hagrolka a shipment of gold, you know, resources, lumber, whatever yeah. specifically he's looking for. Yeah. What's people's takes on that? Kaelin would like to ransom him and be on the safe side. Um, the, the general take is leaving him to Hagrolka's mercy is probably not that good an idea. Um, the one captured person you have, the, the captured people you've had of Hagrolka's, you've killed them all. Yeah. Um, you you could Michaela's pretty confident in her ability to string it out. Like, yeah. don't go back and tell him no. We absolutely won't pay you. Yeah. But yes, we will. But blah 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 blah. Endless lengthy diplomatic negotiations. Sweet. I will pay the bill point and rest him. Yep. And over the course of at some point in this month, Keston Garris will be returned to you. Yeah. In relatively good condition. Yep. You know, he has been beaten several times, but he hasn't been devoured or anything like that. Always a plus. Alright, so... There's a thing. Yes, it is actually... Yes. It is Abadias 415. Yep. The last month of the year. So, Kingdom Turn? Uh, yes. Roll stability. 25 to 32. I make it. Okay. Uh, decrease your unrest by one. Yep. So, which is astonishing, but um, fundamentally people realise that even though they're really worried about the troll situation, the kingdom is actually still standing. Yep. Yep. And ultimately, you know, people expect armies to lose battles. Yeah. No, no kingdom has ever gone from endlessly victorious battle to endlessly victorious battle. Yeah. Very true. Uh, so decrease your unrest by one, pay consumption. 
Uh, yep, so this is going to be a little painful. So because I don't have access to the farm or the fishery, but I presumably still have to pay for the... Um, uh, the, the hex is functionally no longer there for the purposes of determining your kingdom things. Right. So it, it doesn't cost... I, I'm not paying... No, because you're not responsible for feeding the people that are in it. Yeah. Of thing. All right. So, um... Uh, so that's... Um, Alright, um, can I have the calculator, please? I don't have to pay consumption on my army, at least briefly. Mm -hmm. So it's six rather than five. Mm -hmm. So it's a bit more, but not that much more. Okay, pay consumption. Highly important generate magic items. Yep, there's um the temple slot slots are still filled, but the um magic item shop has cleared slot. Yep. Uh, uh, that one might be out of your price range. Um, what's your budget? Your city? Alxrist is worth a bit more than it used to be these days. Uh, five thousand five hundred. Oh yeah, so you can afford this one. Yay. Uh, the city can sustain a cloak of charisma plus two. Oh, cool. Shiny. Does anybody desire it? Yeah, probably several people. Yeah, Kalen likes his new cloak of... Um, Kalen likes his new cloak. I can look at it now if relevant, but I wouldn't rush to clear it out. No, no. Other stuff. I think we'll just leave it there. But yep. what Kalen's going to do is clear out the um, Blonde of Fox's Cunning instead. Yep. So he makes an economy check and pulls it off. Mm -hmm. and the Blonde of Fox's Cunning is successfully sold, so Kalen can have new slots and we'll leave the nice cloak of charisma there for someone to claim. Mm-hmm. Uh... Use your royal enforcer to modify your unrest. No, I'm pretty content with zero. Assign your leadership, claim and abandon hexes, build terrain, build buildings. And um, army improvements is going to come along, and build army units is going to come along in there as well, somewhere, mm -hmm. presumably. Uh, that is in place of building another settlement. Right. Okay, so um, it's army planning time. Yeah, so you are limited. You can only build one army this turn, even if you want more of them. Yeah. That's fine. Um... All right. Because your kingdom size simply cannot sustain mustering that many people. What's the um, what's the cost of building my nice big army initially? Okay, ready to go back to? Yep. So, constructing your army costs your consumption, basically. Yep, so it is just one. So, one build point. Sweet, so that's pretty cheap. Yep. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually getting an army together is not awesomely expensive versus building a building. It's maintaining them over the long haul. Yeah, because we need to save some build points for keeping the army Because th theoretically you could have 12 armies all active, all on the go. It's yeah. just it would cost you such a massive amount that... Um, yeah. Right, so. Alright, um, so improvements. Yep. Um, can you... What can I buy my army? Uh, you want... Um, so, specifically, if I want to buy my army improvements, yep. can I actually... There's a limit on how many improvements I can buy an army, isn't there? Uh -huh. 
Can I buy any when I'm founding them, or do I need multiple turns? Let's see here. So, you may build one army a turn in lieu of a settlement. Uh, yep. It appears within the city that you're building it in, unsurprisingly. Um, costs consumption of build points, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you can build as many things onto your army as you can afford to do so. Right, sweet. Okay, could I have the um, sheet of army improvement things? I mean, that's in the army rules, is it not? Master work weapons. Uh, yes, yes, I've got here. Um, just keep in mind... Um, that's... Assuming you're building your big a big army rather than a small one. Yep, it will be more expensive. It will be progressively more expensive. Um, yeah, double double whatever's listed there because those are the costs for a medium sized army. Right, and my army is going to be bigger than medium sized. Your army is going to be large sized if you build the biggest one. You can you can oh, cool. support. Cool. Okay. It's basically about three times as effective as your little one, but. Costs respectively more because you're literally buying 150 more suits of masterwork armor than you were previously. Yeah. Alright, so I could pretty much afford to buy them ranged weapons. Mm-hmm. And that would be about where my money ends. Alright, um. Does anyone have any suggestions about what I should focus on? my limited resources army-wise on. Um, pretty much everyone's universally of the opinion that you should build another army. Yeah. Or, or hire at, at either that or hire some mercenaries to go out and kick the Grothers' current army's head in. Yeah. Um, no one is happy with the conception that you haven't got anything to defend your city. Yeah. Well, we're just, you know, that far, yay far away. Yeah. Um, the... Bigger arm. It, it it really depends what you want, what sort of information you're looking for. There'll be lots of debate about this. Um, the bigger army is vastly more effective than the smaller one. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking at it in terms of long term benefits and costs, and where you're going to store it and that sort of thing, if those are your concerns, then you may be better with a smaller one. Yeah. Defend yourself, turtle up, and so on and so forth. Yeah. Well, the thing is. Um I can build a bigger army um, as and see if Hagrocker attacks, mm-hmm. and um, I'll be in better position both to attack him or, or to hold up if he doesn't attack. Yeah. No, I think um, it, it was. I, I'm just tossing around questions like: Should I build an? Should I go into? Should I go into negative build points and build an alchemist's workshop so I have some capacity to defend myself? Or is there a smaller building which would be of some benefit? That kind of question. Um, so, you, so your main objective is to bypass the regeneration as opposed to anything else? That's the thing I'm focused most on. Right. It's merely that um, money-wise I can't really afford an Alpist yes. because yes. they're so expensive. Because the conception is if your army is sufficiently large, you just kick them in the head repeatedly. Yeah. Yeah. Once you've destroyed their army, they don't continue to regenerate yeah. indefinitely. Your men just go around and burn them with basic torches and things. Yeah. Um, 
but yes, if you um, must have an alchemist in addition to um, having your army, then you will have to go into debt for it. Yeah, no, that's right. I think um, I think we'll we'll quantity has a quality all of its own. So, um, uh, however, all these things happen somewhat at the same time. So yeah. you can have the alchemist appears, and you get access to the army resource, yeah. which you use as you're building your army. So. No, that's all right. Um, so what I'm going to purchase is a single build point to construct a large-sized army. Yep. On the basis that um, big is better than small. Yep. And um, a four build points to equip them with range weapons. Yep. Because they were very effective the last time. Yep. But you did have sniper support the last time. Yes, that's true, actually. Which means there's... Um, yeah, I, I would have done the trolls two more damage. I um, forgot to apply it. Would, it would, would have would, made would, no grand difference it, it, it wouldn't have taken them out. Yeah, no, but the first round... And I credited on the first round as well. But it was a... It was effective... We added your crit and your bonus on the first round. Yeah, no, I meant um, uh, you know, I was I was saying the ranged attack on the first round was more effective because yes. I critted than it would have been if I hadn't. Yes, but no, well, yes, it, effectively all the range the range capability does is gives you one free shot at the start of combat. Yeah, which is useful, but you know you can just as easily roll a two, flub it. Yeah, instead. yeah, yeah. I'll hold off on improvements of that at this stage. Then I uh, think it, it's. You'd get penalised if you were fighting, say, an army of harpies, and you had no meaningful range capacity to yeah. interface with them. Yeah. But trolls, yeah, not no. really a problem. No, that's right. Okay, so I spend a build point raising the army. Yep. Um, I'm not desperate to buy other improvements at this stage on the basis that my... You want your money? Yeah. Yep. Hard to argue with. Okay, so I cycle through the doing things phase. Yep. Do you want your, um... I think you've got them in front of you, haven't you? No, possibly not. Your army stats? Uh, yes, thank you. So, it is a large militia. It uh, is a something. Uh, it is a large militia. Yep. Comprises of 200 third level warriors. got medium army of third level warriors, so... Uh, it's a large army of third level warriors. Yep, large army of warrior three. Yep. 16 hit points. That's nice. D defensive value 13. Yep. Offensive modifier plus three. Very nice. Speed two, consumption one. Yep. Prerequisite kingdom size large. Yep. So that was worth um, getting the kingdom size up for. Yeah, so they're just flat out better than yeah. a well equipped small army. Yeah, because, so let me ask you the question with the trolls. Yeah. A big army versus a small army, one of us has the hit point modifier and one of us doesn't. 
Do uh, we add ten to both our hit points? Yes, it, it's it's purely a function of the um, the low levels, relatively low levels of the army. Yeah. At that point, your army is actually big enough to sustain multiple rounds of combat without being one shotted. Uh, but but the troll army isn't, and that yeah. Ugo adding hit points to the both files solves the problem. Yeah. Whereas so when, when you're in like book four and both your armies have 30, 40 hit points, it's only function is to stop the army battles being you shoot the trolls, you one shot and the battle is over. Yeah. You miss, the trolls run up to you, hit you with an 18 and you explode. Yep. All good? Yep. Okay. Uh, so create army units. Do you wish to adjust your edicts to get you more money and things? Uh, no. In these times of war? No, I like my zero and rest. <laughs> Uh, make withdrawals from your money, make deposits, blah blah blah, collect taxes. Yes, okay. Big number time. Ah, yes, big number time. Okay, uh, I make my economy check, unsurprisingly. Plus 15 build points. Plus 4. That will definitely help. Okay. Minus 6. Minus 1. Plus Wow. And the um, kingdom economy starts to look slightly healthy, although that's pre, uh, pre... That's the start of month number that doesn't include that only concludes the consumption cost for building the army not yep. keeping them active yep. but um, that does mean we have a bit of money to play with okay and then last step up is kingdom events yes <laughs> um, at which you will discover that um, this month despite the fact that it is it is winter yeah um, the weather is unseasonably good. It's not great, but it's very good relative to what you are expecting. It's not too cold. Um, the crops are doing moderately well, etc., etc. Um, you actually have a food surplus because you've already taken food and set it aside for the winter. Yeah. And now you're finding that you're still managing to grow in winter quite successfully as well. Cool. Uh, your consumption is halved during your next upkeep. Oh, sweet. So this excess of food that you have available. Okay. And that is the end of all the rolls necessary for your kingdom turn? Yep. Um. At which point... Uh, you will find that um, the army is indeed marching on Elk's Rest. Oh, sweet! <laughs> and will, you know, at the time you receive this message, will arrive literally within a matter of days. Yep. So it, you would not have time to actually activate an inactive army before they are upon you. Because yep. they are within a handful of hexes of you to start with. Yep. Um, so... So do I have time to create my... Do yes. I, I have time to create my army? Yes. Sweet. So they march on Elk's Rest, um, and you get the sort of diplomatic envoy to start with as the, the, the troll army. You get a couple of days warning. Yeah. Pretty obviously come to sight. Yeah. Um, 
and you see the um, the troll leader who was leading them the last time. Um, this sort of reasonably old-looking troll, kind of twisted and bent. Looks like he's got a lot of old wounds that have regrown in very awkward ways. Um, is waving a white flag as he approaches yep. the city style of thing. Yep. And then he waits several hundred metres outside of the city, and the general assessment is Kalen and a handful of retainers goes yep. out to parley with him with a similar flag. Yep. Everyone glares awkwardly at each other. Hopefully no one pulls a sword. Yep. Um... Kalen will have his, all his numerous weapons sheathed, but he's wearing all of them. Yeah. He comes out to you. You are Kalen, King of Stagthorn. That's right. I am Thrundog the Victorious, commander of Hagroka's greatest army. Good to know. We have come to offer you pieces. Peace. Tell me your offer. Uh, you have invaded our lands, uh, stolen our great general Skullner, slaughtered our civilians. Presumably all the people he's missing from his farm. Oh, right, right. Um, <laughs> just because he says it doesn't... Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm just... I'm, uh, Kalen's expression is of a man trying to remember if he killed the, the trolls this time out. <laughs> In exchange for Thrundog the Victorious's army not crushing your pitiful city, we are willing to accept concessions. And he starts laying things out for you. Yeah. Um, number one, he wants all his people back, or as many of them as you haven't yet devoured or sent on or whatever else. Yep. Um, uh, Jamandi, among other things, has actually stuck around for the duration of, well, you're pissing around with trolls. She cool. was at the at the battle fighting with you in the first place style of thing. Awesome. Um, I'm just still here now, given yep. that this second battle seems imminent. Yeah. Um, so basically, he is asking you to give all those people back. Yep. Um, in exchange, he will piss off out of your farm hex. Yeah. And you can have it back um, in in largely good condition. Yeah. Um, he wants to be paid off in a bunch of build points. Um, and he wants to and he wants to be allowed to. Um, uh, what was the third one? Once we paid off in a bunch of build points, which which he's largely asking for in the form of food. Yeah. Um, and then he wants to establish some sort of neutral boundary of yay hexes around the area, which you can't claim and he can't claim, style of thing. As in up north where we are, presumably, not between his kingdom and ours. Uh, between his kingdom and yours, but at basically the bottom of your kingdom. Yeah. So it's, it offers more expansion to him than it does to you. Yeah. Um, and in exchange for this, he will take his mighty victorious army, piss off and not slaughter your civilians. Uh, you'll, you'll know, too, based on how the rules work, that basically if he overtakes your city, actually destroying it is really hard and expensive and difficult because you're talking about literally ripping down every building that's there, burning every single thing in the city. Um, 
So it's it's not terribly likely he will raise your city, even if he annihilates your army. Yeah. However, you're a bit fucked at that point. Yeah, absolutely. What say you, King of Stagthorn? Well, as what we did when we came south was take back our civilians that you had kidnapped and enslaved, you can't have them back. Well, that's not true. They weren't all yours. They belonged to other people as well. As you kidnapped our civilians and civilians of neighbouring kingdoms who you had kidnapped and enslaved, you can't have them back. I will present to you a counteroffer. Was it Thagna? Thrundog the Victorious. Uh, I'll present you a counteroffer, Thrundog the Victorious. You can take your army back south again and we won't kill you all. We have slaughtered your bowmen. Mm. Mm. We have captured your Grand General, Keston. You will pose no threat to Thrundog the Victorious. Rawr! He waves his hand in the air, the army behind him sort of goes, Rawr! As well. Well, here's the thing, Thrundog. When we fought you the last time, you weren't in our city. So... You hadn't met something that we installed from down south a little earlier. <laughs> Release! <laughs> yep. Release the hodag. Release, Release the hodag. Rumble, rumble, guys. Yeah. So it, we're obviously not sticking it on them yeah. because this is a parlay. We're just like bringing it out over there so they can see it. <laughs> he brings the peace flag down, snaps it over his knee, which yep. is the general piss off. We're done here. Yep. And starts walking back to his yeah, army. We, we, our army, our sides retreat. So, um, if Keston's up for it, I want to put him in charge of the new army. Uh, that one you can't do. Right, he's not. not. No, you, you can do it going forward. You can't do it this month because you haven't gotten him back. In, in that sense. It's, it's not like he just rolls up and, yeah. two day, and, and a day later you just stuff him back in the army because he's fine and ready to go. That's fine. Um, so in that case, um, is Chris... Well, given they're planning on invading your city, they're very unlikely to um, hand him back to you. Yeah. Um, is Crystal up for it? She is. Cool. Crystal. Because, you know, I need a general and it's not supposed to be Kaelin. Mm-hmm. Although Kaelin will obviously be fighting with them. Okay, and yes, they have chosen to start shit. I believe that our plus four defense bonus will make a difference. Mention the fact that our army has significantly better stats. Crystal, Crystal, you have stats, but I don't know what they are. Crystal, Crystal. You're driving in a racing car. Yep. Yeah, so you have Crystal in your army. Uh, I believe it has zero morale to start with. Sounds about right. Because it doesn't have a. Um, yeah, I think we had a morale, one morale bonus. You gained morale that. for actually get uh, garnering a victory. Yeah. Yeah, new army starting morale is plus zero. Um, yep. Which adds its commander's morale bonus. Okay, all good. Yep, so what's Crystal's morale bonus? Minus one. Ouch. Okay, good to know. It's not a people person. Yep. Okay. And um, through Dog the Victorious' Army of Infinite Victory 
starts charging your city. Yes. And we go back into um, combat again. Yes. So, tactics phase uh, is irrelevant. Because we don't have any tactics. Yep. Um, range phase is we, you. We don't have any... We You talked me out of spending the money on the bows, so Sorry. we don't have a range phase. I talked you out of today. <laughs> uh, let me put it another way. I talked it over with you and changed my mind mm-hmm. about it, because they're relatively expensive. And... Through Dog's army begins charging the walls, trying to batter down the gates, climb them, yep. etc. Actually, you don't have walls, do you? No, it's um, what we've got is barracks and a hundog yep. <laughs> and a hodag. Yep. So they begin basically he, he, trying to get into the streets. You yep. pretty much pulled your civilians all back. Yeah. And there is thick fighting in the streets of Elk's Rest. Yes. Oh, it's come home. Okay, so morale checks to see who um, declares tactics first. Um, we got a twelve and eighteen to Thrundog, the ever victorious. Cool. So it's us first. Ha <laughs> ha! He can make it now because his morale's gone up. And ours has gone down. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. Um, okay, so um, we are go- we've got a relatively big defensive modifier due to the city, mm-hmm. but we're not going to start too aggressive. We're starting on standard. Yeah, as will he. Cool. And melee face. Okay. That's a nice number. I like that number. 21. Uh, and a 13 for him, which I believe will bounce under you. Completely. Uh, put, put your hit points up by 10 to... Oh, yes, that's right. done it for him. Yep. So be horribly disadvantaged if you don't do the same. Yes, absolutely. So 26 hit points. Uh, 21. Is they're not getting a penalty. They no longer have battlefield advantage from being set not getting any build-up. Do we have any kind of battlefield advantage? That would be your big pile of defensive bonuses. Sweet, yeah. Um, it's, it's basically the fact that they built the farm up to have a flight in it because yep. they got there some days ahead of you and had yep. the opportunity. Uh, so that is 21. Uh, yeah, and through Dog's army charges and presses in hard to start with because they're very big and strong, so they yep. just bowl straight through your defensive lines, smash into you, your people get smashed out of the way and staggered but not actually seriously injured yep. and then you fight back up and tear into them yep. and rip a big hole in them. Sweet. And that is three dogs. Yep. And then we go to round two. Yes, so they get a little bit of regeneration. Yep, they've done so. Sweet. Uh, we get we declare first, I would imagine. We just yep. got a one. So we're sticking with standard. And he will drop the cautious. Okay. Sweet. Alright, that's a nice number, but possibly not a nice enough number. Uh, that is 13 to hit. Uh, that will equal them, which I believe does not do anything to you. No, you need to be greater than them. Yep. You, you hit them for zero damage, essentially. Yep. Uh, and they will hit you for 18. Alright, um, that exceeds our defensive value by one. Okay, so you take one damage. Yep. And they regenerate. Yep. And morale again. Yep. Uh, we fail again. Thrun Dog succeeds. Alright. His um, morale is now awesome, it's been 19, 18, 20. Yep. So um, we will stick with standard. Yeah, he'll stick where he is, cool. Yep. Oh, and we crit threat. He will miss you utterly by a million billion miles. Yep, and we crit. Okay, so add a d4 to whatever it is your total is. Alright, so to begin with, our total is 23. Yep. 
And then we add 2 to it, so it's 25. Okay, so that's 25 minus his... Okay. And they charge in heavily into your city and throw it off. They're, you know, almost all the way into the middle of your city now. Yeah. Throne Dog is looking very confident. Throne Dog the Victorious has led you to victory. Ha 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 ha. And that's where Cressel steps out and spins the axes. Or straight into somewhere where you're surrounded on all sides. <laughs> You've lured them into the middle of the city as yeah. an army pours <laughs> around you. And it turns out that there's a lot more warriors than there were the last time they did this. And you flat out defeat his army. Sweet! He does not have a chance to rout. He goes from healthy-ish to dead before he gets an opportunity. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And the Throne Dog's army is defeated. Yes! So, drop your hit points down by 10 again. Yep. Purposes of working out how many you currently have. So, um, 25 minus 15. Uh, yep, so I'm down one hit point. Yep, yep, which is about where you should be. Yep. Um, uh, your army has is victorious. Should we go through all the bits and pieces of this? Yes. Okay, um... Make a loyalty check against your control DC to see if your army gains a tactic and a morale bonus. Okay, so loyalty checking. So just regular loyalty. Just regular, regular loyalty check. Uh, make it. Yep. So your army's morale goes up by one. Score. Um, Effective, um, so plus one. Plus one in general. Yep. You gain a tactic of some kind. Yep. Um... You gain build points equal to Throne Dog's army's CR because you actually beat it. Cool. So basic, this is basically when you go through and burn the bodies and all that, you loot the army for whatever it's got. It's yep. food, supplies, it's, it, the army actually has money with it, weapons, that kind of thing. You gain one build point. Score. Uh, the army's hit points reset to blah, blah, blah. Irrelevant, irrelevant. Um... Can you roll me a percentile check? Uh, Seventy three. Rune Dog himself escapes. Okay. That's the commander of the army. Yep. Somehow he slips your net and escapes out of the city. Yep. Um, but his army is destroyed. Uh, being a troll, I would imagine he like does some kind of ferocious charge. He's like, we, we will never surrender. Charge! I, Chases I, I some guy out of the city and then goes, huh, I didn't bring any other trolls with gets, me. Gets the big spear in the back, falls off the top of your walls into yep. the river and the body is carried ah, off perfect. dead. Yep. Only, of course, to get back up later. Yeah. At which point he rethinks the sieging old crystal by himself. Yeah, he's certainly not coming back by himself. Um... <laughs> For a job, the slightly less victorious. <laughs> that is the end of battle. Your army gains nothing else back again. Yep. Um, you learn tactics. Yep. If you so desire them. Yep. Uh, yes. Yes. Tactics sound good. Do you want the list again? Or yes, please. Hand you the thing. Uh, g- give me the list. Just probably quicker than top of the page. Well, I gotta say, um, it seems too perfect. I'm, I'm gonna have false retreat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fair enough.
It just seems so thematic for the song. And through and all, the ever-victorious army is defeated. Yes. He resumes his old title of Thrundog the Cowardly. We're going to call them the City Defenders. Mm-hmm. That's what I today. And thus ends the Battle of Elksrest. Yes. Thrundog's army, unsurprisingly, has moved out of the... has moved out squatting on your farm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, functionally, you have the area back again. Cool. But, but for next kingdom turn, because we already yep. effectively resolved the... They were, they were inactive for the month. Yep. The penalty you derive for losing it is um, something. Yeah. Okay. Take a look and see what it does. I'm going to take some notes on the events of the month style of thing. Okay, that's easy. You, you simply lose the benefits associated with it for the duration that you don't have it. Yeah. You certainly haven't lost it for such an unreasonable time that yeah. the citizens have renounced you mm-hmm. in the course of that three mm-hmm. weeks. Mm-hmm. you want to do now? Um, probably just have a council session to talk about our next move. Yep. Because um, we are in an interesting position. You have your council. Well, first I just want to congratulate everyone on a victory. I thought we were in a bit of a pickle there when the initial army got taken out, but... Hi. Nice job, Cressel, is that right? <laughs> she'll, she'll be here as yeah. well, yeah. as will Kester, probably as yeah. your army commandee type people. Yeah. We, so we have to think, we have a new army, and we have to think about what we want to do with them. Um, the, we obviously don't have living quarters for such a big squad of people. We could p- put them on reserve, keep them in case, um, send everyone back to their houses. But there is something to be said for having a big army in the event that the trolls try to come north or we want to go south. But can we afford to sustain them? I think the question here is economical as much as military. Ah, oh, Ace has got one. Well, that's the thing. That's the thing, lass. That's going to cost us a pretty penny. On the other hand, if we've got nothing sitting here when a good rocker comes to burn us down again, all the money in the world won't do us no good if there's no city to support it. No, the... I have no idea from from Corwin's point of view how um, economically sustainable it is to just squat on your army endlessly. Yeah, the um, we've got enough money in the kitty. We could build a we could build a garrison, although um, it'd make time with the with the um, crops doing so well. Uh, we'd be able we'd be able to sustain it, but um, we could. Um, we could keep the army. We could um, put the army in reserve, or um, I doubt Hagrocker will be coming north, north intensely, imminently. We could put the army in reserve, or just keep them active for a little while, and um, put up and um, look at putting up a garrison. So the real question, said Ross, is: Do we press our offense now that we've got it? Go down there and wipe them out with what we've got? 
Seems the trifle brave, we don't have any other armies. Yeah, well, yeah, there is that. <laughs> They've got two, we've only got one. Fine. Want to use logic to get in the way of Akaros' <laughs> master plan. I'm not saying it doesn't sound, it doesn't have appeal. Um, but we've got to remember that the army did damn well defending, mm-hmm. and that advantage wouldn't pertain to us if we're attacking. They also have an allied army between you and them. Yeah. In the lizard folk. Yeah. I think we need to deal with the lizard folk one way or another before we send in forces to assault the trolls. But keeping an army keeping an active army ready to go is now I'm right that keeping an active getting an active army to active is faster than de-reserving an army correct yeah Um, a reserve army you need to functionally rebuild over the course of a month yeah an inactive one appears within a week yeah so that would be a much better plan for defensive purposes which is which will be fine Assuming that Hogrok's army isn't already relatively on top of you. Yeah, like the the problem was because they tried to launch an invasion yes. of Elkris from our neighbouring farm. Yes. yes, that wouldn't work if they hadn't yes, been sitting in our farm. That's generally why you don't let enemy armies squat next to your cities. Yeah. Whereas, um, you know, if we didn't, if some, if they managed to be stealthy somehow, and we didn't get word, we might not have time to re- de-reserve the city defenders. Yes. Yeah. All good? Yep, so, um, just do a little bit. So, the question is, given that we've already got a Belk barracks and Elk's Rest, would we put the garrison here, or would we put it in Thornwatch? Uh, well, that is the question. That's a, but I am actually asking, that's what I wanted to ask the council. Right, well, you mostly get Akaros here, because he's the guy militarily concerned. Well, there's something to be said. Something to be said for spreading them around. On the other hand, where do we want the arm? Where do we want the army to be based? That's the question here. I mean, do we want our biggest army stuck up in Thornwatch? Uh, certainly. Um, I was a bit concerned. Um, the trolls would go after that. We can. We've got a road between the two. We can march them down to Altstrist if we need. If they're needed, but. Um, Uh, decision for next month, anyway. Let's um. That's uh, we um. We'll look at putting in a garrison as one of the two places. Is my advice. Yep. And I think when it comes to when it comes to invading south, we'll want to look at building up our supplies and our resources and getting the armies getting the army some more options and potentially founding another smaller army that can stay behind an elk's rest and play defence. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Before we um, look at heading south. Mm-hmm. Okay, sweet. So that's the that's the conclusion of the council. Yep. So, um, in terms of what happens this month, yep. Um, we pay one build point to keep the army active for the week of the fight in Elkrest. Correct. Do we need to pay another build point because they they don't heal up when they're actually fighting? Do they? Do we need to pay another build point to keep them active another week to? heal up their hit point? Um, the thing is, you don't have the option to render them inactive unless you want to disband them. Right, yes. If you, 
currently you don't have a garrison to put them in. Yeah. Um, so you are going to, at this point, either pay one consumption and disband them. Yeah. Or, um... Yeah, it's just a question of whether temporarily putting them on reserve is a better bet on the basis that um, it would then cost a build point to reform them. Uh, so it will cost you a build point to reform them, your month to do it, um, and a, what are they, a large-sized army, a minus 16 penalty to the month's economy check to collect taxes. Right, because it actually... Because yeah. you... You Sweet. distribute all your people back into key jobs and tell them you won't need them anymore. And then only to turn around next month and say we're reforming the army. Sweet, no, that's right. So what we'll do is pay the um keep them active and just pay minus four build points for the month yep. to keep them active. And then next month we can possibly yep. pay one more build point for yep. the one week of activity so and disperse my, them into the garrison. My, minus three build points, because I think you've already paid one to build them. Ah, so I don't have to pay for that no. for... Oh, sweet. Okay. Yep. Because the, th- the distinction between that and buildings is it's not like you need to actually build the people. Yeah. The people are already in your community. You just need to train and feed and arm them and things, which is yep. the ongoing cost. Yep. Yeah, the assumption is you pay their initial build point because you're making them. Yeah. And then if you're maintaining them actively, you have to keep paying out for them. Yeah. But the... The first test is free. Yeah. Sort of. So, question about um, spending build points. Yeah. Is it possible to go into negatives? Yes, it is. Sweet. Um, you, your penalty for doing so is... Um, for one thing, it's very hard to pay mercenary armies non-existent money. Yeah. You, you run the risk that your uh, mercenary army will piss off instead of take your word that you'll pay them later. Um, secondly, you gain two unrest every time you pay consumption and your treasury is still negative. Yeah. Because your people are unhappy because your economy is obviously failing. Yeah. Like, the, the kingdom doesn't dissolve or anything. People understand we're building armies and temporarily spending a lot of money yeah. to oppose this threat. On the other hand, we're still upset we don't have any money. Yeah. And if you continue to operate at a loss indefinitely, your kingdom will dissolve in on itself. Yeah, no, that's not a problem. No, the um, that's when you send Bryn out to beat people. Up. <laughs> I actually have the money to do this, but I'm going to be relying quite heavily on my next turn's economy check. Yep. I have to spend below zero to pay yep. to buy the garrison. And on the off chance you've got thousands of BP into debt, and yet your kingdom was still sustained, I'd probably start hitting you with other penalties. Yeah. No, that's fine. Oh well, the question is just if we want to do one more kingdom turn to wrap the army or Perfect. leave it there. Perfectly happy to. Oh, okay. All right. So the month of Abadias, we defend ourselves against a troll army. Mm-hmm. So not Twice only. Twice Sorry. Twice okay. Yep. Well, first time the defence part didn't work. So one, um, yeah, new cholesterol, Felder's Day. We have a lot to celebrate. Mm-hmm. And yes, kingdom turn. You uh, check stability. So we don't get a plus or anything for having the the penalty for having a defeated army. We don't get a plus one of stats or anything for having a victorious army. No, what your army gets is a morale bonus and a tactic. Yeah. Uh, if you pr- continue to produce and armies indefinitely and they all lose, 
making five armies and losing five armies is vastly worse than making no armies and losing no armies. Yeah. It's not good for the people to be a part of the kingdom of people who... Uh, so that, re- that represents the people that die mm-hmm. and the effect on their morale and things. Yep. Okay, I make the stability check. Uh, lose point of unrest. I have no unrest, so... Gain I a bill point. Gain a bill point. Alright, so... Yep. Yep. Because uh, the army is the same consumption that it was. Take a magic item slot? Uh, yes. Um, the temple... Uh, let's see, sorry. Yes, the temple... We sold the wand of Fox's Cunning. Yep. And you get produced a ring of feather fall. Ooh! Score! There's some nice stuff coming up now. Alright, so... Um, well, the thing is, you can now afford some of the better things. Yeah. Whereas so several of the early ones just got skipped over on the basis you keep them can't sustain a 3,000 gold item. Yeah, that's the advantage of being bigger, right? Okay, so I'm going to make an economy trick to try and ditch the Scroll of Owl's Wisdom. Yep. Anything that we don't want around, and pull it off. This is away. Yep. Uh, modify your own rest. Still good. Uh, assign leadership. Uh, fine. Um, which at this point, given it may now be a relevant step, includes changing your army generals. Your, not your generals, sorry, your army commanders. Ah, uh, yes. Because um, Crystal is in charge of that army. If you want to remove her and replace with, her with Keston or someone else, you may now do so. I do, in fact. Yep. The, um, and, and as you've seen, the downside to using your kingdom leaders in these sorts of roles is that they run the risk of getting killed or captured or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I don't th- I think Akaros can... You know, I've no doubt he helped defend the city and shit, which has presumably got him his taste of violence, but yeah, no, he can stand behind in general. At which point your um your army's morale goes up by one. Yep. Minus one modifier to yep. um No so, sorry, up by two, minus one modifier to a plus one modifier. Yes. Yep, yep. Uh, which is what I've got now. Yep. Um you gain a point of unrest. For changing army commanders? Yep. Yep. Fair People enough. complain that Keston heroically defended the uh, sorry, yeah, Crystal heroically defended the city, whereas Keston lost. Yeah. And now he's been rewarded with his, with that yep. post again. Yeah. Just because he's you know better at it. Yeah. Or a man or something. Yeah. So he's good at this. Yeah. The um, you know, Caelan will actually have a private conversation with Crystal, which is basically to the gist of the fact that she's a better yeah fighter a, than a commander. She, she's a better fighter than Keston, in his opinion, but that it is um, she's doing a great job as the with Britain, and that the having seen them both, Keston's got the people leadership skills. That's basically, uh, claim and abandon hexes, build terrain, create and improve settlements, build armies, blah 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 blah. Yep. So very simple this turn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to build a garrison. Yep. So we have 26 minus 5. We have 21 build points, and I wish to build a 28 build point improvement. Yep. <laughs> um, so I need to decide whether I'm doing it in Elkthrest or Thornwatch. Yep. The theory being I can actually march the army to either city if needed. Uh, they move at a number of hexes equal to their speed per day, I think. Right, yeah. So two a day. What, does it make a difference that there's a road between the two places? Uh, yes, actually. I believe it knocks their speed in half. So, I mean, it's it's not really any sort of issue at the um, yeah. level of closeness you're talking about. If you had another city that was 20 hexes across the map, yeah. it might be a different story. Yeah, your army passes over two hexes in a, mar- in a day's march. 
Ah, yes, and there's the... Um, Difficult terrain halves at roads double it. Yep. There's the compelling argument about mm. which one which one to put where. Um, Thornwatch is on the northern, northern border with Brevoy. It is as close as I can get to Brevoy. Great place to put a garrison there. I'm not putting a garrison there. Okay. <laughs> um, it's... A, I'm pretty certain I got explicitly told stationing huge armies on the borders with my um, neighbours would um, be noted as a thing. Yeah, no, no, but that's that's not putting them in your city. That's right. having your army wander up and just kind of sit in that X, actively watching rest off. <laughs> you know, Bre- Brevoy's not terribly concerned if you're actually housing them up there. It's only if your army is marching around next to Brevoy, apparently doing nothing... They're going to look at it and go, well, for no particular reason, we activate our army like we're expecting to be yeah. sneak attack. Really? Okay, alright, let me, let me rethink then. There are definite advantages to putting it in Thornwatch because um, it's got a lot more space in it. Um, and um, the thing is, you know, Elk's Rest may someday have a castle, whereas Thornwatch isn't going to. There's mm-hmm. no, um, which would be another place to house armies, so mm-hmm. I think. Entirely up to you. The power is yours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's um, it's a four hex journey, so I can march them from one to another in a in a day. Um, yeah, I think so. I will put the garrison in Thornwatch. Okay. Thornwatch builds a garrison. Yes. Okay. So. A gigantic army-sized building there. Yep. So, how many hexes is that? Is uh, that how many buildings is that? I believe it's an Arjun, I think. I think. A garrison is a two-square one. Yep, thought so. Okay. Um, okay, yes. I put a garrison on Thornwatch. Mm-hmm. So, your garrison. Yes. Uh, the citizens of Thornwatch are very happy with the conception that they have this immensely large army <laughs> relative to the citizenry um, here ready to defend them at the drop of a hat. It's also creating a lot of um, surplus jobs around it. Stuff yeah. thing. Uh, you gain plus two loyalty. Score. I'll just note it all down on the garrison and then write it down for stats. Yep. Plus two stability. Cool. And minus two unrest. Oh, sweet. It would be more relevant if I had any, but nice to know. Oh, wait, no, I do have one because there are people who were unhappy with Crescent. Sweet, this completely cancels that. And you see how big Keston's new army is. Yeah. <laughs> I imagine Keston's relatively happy mm-hmm. with it as well. 20 set, very nice. And I now have a facility large enough to house a large army in an active status. At which point you can inactivate them. At which point I immediately inactivate my large army. Mm-hmm. They, they fold to the port and disappear. Yeah. Well, they stop, They cease being paid their consumption on a weekly basis. Mm-hmm. Which is of enormous satisfaction to me. I don't know why I didn't build enormous buildings more often. Oh, wait. <laughs> this is the part where it fights down. And then, um, anything more before collect taxes? Uh, <coughs> uh, change your edicts, then collect taxes, then money, then collect taxes. Yep, so, um, hang on, I forgot to actually do this there. 
So the half consumption, my consumption's five. Is it rounded up or down? Uh, yeah. Everything's rounded down. Right. So um, three. Sweet. Yep. There we go. Yep. Okay. And then collect taxes. Yep. It's a small number. But that's fine. All I needed it to be was not a one. There we are. Eleven build points in the black. Rock that one. All good? Yep. And Kingdom Events is traditionally the last part of the Kingdom turn. You will receive word that um, one of the girls um, working for Shump in his inn um, who is actually one of your um, recent one, one of your recent uh, divorcees via um, yeah. via, via people being sent to the mines style of yeah. thing. Huh? I can't remember if you were sending them to mines or because um, you weren't jailing them because you didn't have a jail. Uh, I think we've just kind of converted somebody's house. Oh right, you had them in generic jail. Yeah. 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 Um, that um, while basically digging out a basement in, in the house that's now hers um, in the absence of her husband being able to use it um, she comes across something which she considers to be exceptionally shiny and has taken and shown to Christopher Rossi at the magic item shop and things, uh, which turns out to be a plus two mithril elven shield. Oh, shiny! Um, which she promptly sells to him for more money than she's ever seen in her life style of thing. Awesome! Um, and, and becomes adventurer wealthy. Yay! Uh, your kingdom gains a new magic item on its medium item slot. Oh, good lord, the medium's item slot it does not in fact have. Yeah, but well, you can't fill it again yeah. once, once you clear it. Uh, a plus two heavy mithril steel shield. Of elven make, if that's of any relevance to you. Oh, okay. It sounds amazing. And that is the kingdom event that you have. Yay! A thing turns up. And can you make me a stability check? Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, there is some fairly brief grumping about um, how much, if any, of that should belong to her husband, given that he wasn't digging out the basement, but that he'd been asked to repeatedly and hadn't actually done so. But it's it's still, you know, partly his house and etc. cetera, et cetera. Yep. He gets nothing and likes it. Yep. You know, some some people complain mildly. Yep. Can't say I'm deeply moved. Your game's no unrest. Cool. Alright. So Okay. And then um I would like to do one more scene. Yep. Um as the as a closing kind of thing. By all means. So um Basically, um, um, Kaelin is going to scout out essentially something in the neighbourhood of a good baker or outdoor cafe style of thing. Yeah. Um, that, um, you know, people can sort of see a relatively public venue style of thing. Yeah. And then wait for Svetlana, Svetlana to be out shopping or the like. Yep, yep. You spy her as she is going past the yep. whole thing. Um, she has, in, in the... Dealings you have had with her up until this point, she has been 
courteous professional, but um, removed. Kind that's of the, thing. Yeah, that's what kind she, of what she hasn't said <coughs> boo to Caelan. Hasn't been strictly about yes, okay, armies and death and yeah. such forth. Um, yes, she is walking by on her own, sort of mind, sort of vaguely in thought. Yeah, so Caelan will sort of position himself to um, intercept her. Yeah, and are, are you sort of waving her down? Yes, yeah, so She will glance around, looks slightly surprised, um, then gives you a brief smile and comes over and sits down next to you. Yes, Your Majesty, what may I do for you? Um, I was wondering if you'd um, like to have lunch with me. She looks slightly confused at this. Of course, I have nothing pressing that I need to get to for several hours. Caleb will bring over some. Here's my pre-prepared picnic basket. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> essentially, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, um, you know, spend some time on desultory chatter. Yeah, yeah. And um, then. How's the bias growing every day? Yeah. It's um. It occurred to me that um. I would like to be friends. It is... It's your decision, ultimately. I can simply stay away from you. I've had practice doing it. It's... I would like to associate with each other. and sort of nods around, you know, it's a relatively public place. Talk to you, hear your thoughts on things. But if you prefer, I'd simply stay away. She chews her lower lip kind of awkwardly. It... It would be easier... It would be easier, perhaps, if you stayed away. But... Easier, yes, but I do not know about better. I have found... I have missed your company. I I I miss you too and it's may not be ideal but it seems like it's better than nothing it's um something else um this is uh I understand um parents of small children really have enough time if the I was thinking sometime if the little lad wanted to come over and um, stay at my place for a while while you had a rest I could uh, you know keep an eye on him her eyebrows I'm sure I'm sure I can figure it out I'm sure Tobias would like that very much I was thinking the lad could you know maybe use an uncle someone to you know, teach him man things. It is true that she she looks slightly awkward and just winces slightly. It is true that he has not had a strong father figure in his life. I can't really offer that, but I was thinking an uncle might be better than nothing. I... I, I think Tobias would like that very much. 
I, I think I would like that very much as well. I... I cannot pretend I would not have preferred if I had been faster, if things had been different. But I must take the world as it lies. It's... I can't pretend this is easy for you. And I can't have not dealt you any of the disservices that I have. But we have the world that we... As you say, the world is as it is. And there's no reason the two of us have to avoid each other if there are things that we can give to each other. I suppose we'll work out what happens next together. I I would like that, Caleb. I really would. Thank you, Sotlala. You mean the world to me. She smiles back at you sort of, you know, squeezes your hand slightly awkwardly. Yeah. It's this, like, lingering awkward moment then. Yes. So, yes. Mm-hmm. and wins friendship. Mm-hmm. So, yes, basically the conception is um, what Caelan wants to do is establish a kind of semi-frequent meeting for lunch style thing with Sutlana largely in in somewhere vaguely visible Mm -hmm. so that it's not so that they don't have the reputation challenge style of thing and then he'll basically you know do a night babysitting Tobias once a fortnight or something like that to give her a break and spend some time figuring out how to bond with the kid Mm -hmm. given his um awesome child-rearing skills and general callousness. I imagine he'll approach this via, you know, like, having the kid over and then spending the next hour from trying to prevent the kid from destroying his house and then reflecting the next time he'll do it differently. And yep, yep. He'll learn things the hard way. Yep, makes good sense. Yeah. But yes, that was my, um, that was my resolution, was that I wanted both her and Brynn, I obviously can't have them, but there's mm-hmm. no actual reason I, and I wanted to be a father to well. Tobias, and I wanted to be a father to Tobias, but there's no reason I can't, like, have half a loaf style of thing. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yay! And yes, I've been planning that since the conclusion of the romance thing, I just gave her a couple of months to let the whole thing settle down. Mm-hmm. But it seemed an appropriate new renewing sort of time with the the new year and us having not been killed by trolls. Okay. So, what's um, the next step in the master plan? Oh, I figured at this point we'd be worth leaving it there. Yep. Um, if you're asking what Kalen's next plans are, I can give you an idea of what he's thinking of doing I'm next. I'm fact vaguely asking that. Um, so... Kingdom-wise, he wants to try and sort of, um... He would like to save up for an alchemists and get the, give the his army the capacity to kill trolls. Yep. He's looking at making another army at some point, a smaller army that can defend Elk's rest so he's got the capacity to march oneself and leave one here. But those aren't necessarily going to be the next two things he does. Yeah. And he wants to at least try and reach a diplomatic resolution with the lizard folk, because the 
then because he doesn't want to kill them, and so he wants to see, you know, ask the council for advice and try and come up with a plan for detaching them from the trolls. Yep. Six months till he's here to get married. Ah, yes, good to know. Good point. Yep, he'll have to do something about that as well. Um, you know, aside from that, there's opportunities for random adventuring and the like. Mm-hmm. I'm sort of taking you at your word and just kind of randomly, more randomly interspersing the kingdom terms in the adventuring. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's perfectly fine. But um, he might well do some more of that and that kind of thing. And um, there's going to be, you know, a month, probably next month is going to be a not spending money on things month, given the extent to which the treasury's run down. But yeah, the... Um, Ideally, he'd like flaming arrows and a defensive army before. Uh, flaming arrows, a defensive army, and had to have solved the lizard folk problem one way or another before he marches south to engage the Grolka's army. Yep. Right. Do you want to leave it there, or do you want your super dramatic conclusion? Go ahead, give me the super dramatic conclusion. It, it can wait. I don't want to leave it there. Because it'll just make you want to play it more. <laughs> but I'll just repress that. Go ahead, give me the super dramatic conclusion. So. Kalen does the, ah, you know, I've got my army, he's sitting down making his plans. Yeah. Yep, you know, the kingdom is coming together. Yep. It's, um, sort of mid to late, just, just getting on evening at this point, um, Kalen's sitting down, he's got his plans, everything's peaceful. Yeah. The kingdom is starting to look good, it looks like it's all going fine. And you will recognise the meticulously timed Hammer, hammer, hammer. Yep. Three knocks, all, all all in a row, all precisely timed between them. The only thing, the only entity that ever knocks like that is first. Yeah, it's always, Kaelin, it's always first. And Kaelin's got that chill. Because and and it's that... always when, when it's first, it involves crimes amongst your citizenry, and it's, yep. it's, it hasn't been good news thus far. Yeah. Uh, first, come in. The golem walks through the door. Kaelin closes the door behind him. Pauses almost as if he's thinking about what to say next. This unit regrets to inform you that there has been a murder. Who's been murdered? Jod Kafkin. Kaelin sits down heavily. Dun dun dun! dun. dun. 